Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Hi, Michelle Martin. I'm taking the pulse of the property market today. So, will the rollout of vaccines here in Singapore and a pickup in business sentiment that we're all looking forward to give? The property sector here a boost in the arm. HDB, private homes, homes and mass market condos are in our focus today. As we ask what the property outlook for Singapore in 2020 could be, we review how the property market has fared so far, ask what we can expect this year, and hopefully we'll hear about key trends to keep an eye on. Eugene Lim, Key Executive Officer at ERA Realty Network, is our expert in focus. Good morning, Eugene. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for having me on the show. Always a pleasure, Eugene. So, if we now that we can look back, what do you think explains how property has fared given the pandemic last year? We saw prices tank in the April period for prop, uh, residential property in particular, right? So it was quite a roller coaster ride. So April, May, circuit breaker period, home sales plunged to historical lows. But if we step back and took an overview of things, uh, because I understand once market res- the movement restrictions ended, we did see an increase in property buying. How How would you say we did when it came to residential property last year? Well, uh, firstly, the the COVID-19 pandemic was pretty well managed in Singapore. So that uh, led to uh, stability in the market. Of course, during the circuit breaker time, the transaction volumes were understandably low. But post-circuit breaker, the the property market did a catch-up. Transaction volumes as once... uh, Physical viewing, where we were able to get back the physical viewings of the properties, the transaction numbers actually picked up. And uh, actually, not all sectors were badly hit. Certain sectors did pretty well in the economy. And overall, for the whole year, 2020, uh, economic numbers actually turned out better than expected, though we are still technically in recession. Uh, the market in the property market, the buying is actually driven by several factors. Uh, number one, low borrowing cost. You could get a bank loan today for about one percent, just slightly over one percent. So it's mm. all-time low borrowing cost. Number two, um, there's a lack of. Uh, you can't travel out of Singapore, so there's actually a lot of people save money, you know, and then use the spare cash to actually reinvest back in property. So there's quite a number of people doing this. And uh, there's two more factors. Uh, the other one was. Um, a record number of HDB flats that are reaching their five-year minimum occupation period. So this is actually the best time for HDB flat owners to sell off their flats and upgrade. So we actually have a huge base of upgraders, about 50,000 HDB flats reaching five-year MOP in 2020 as well as 2021. So this this accounted for a huge base of upgraders. And lastly, um, the 2016 to 2018 and block um, and block cycle, um, there was some $20 billion worth of and block money that is uh, still finding its way back into the market. So that accounts for a, a, a huge pickup in property transactions uh, post-circuit breaker in the second half of uh, 2020. Okay, those are some really interesting factors there. People not travelling and being able to save so much. They're putting it back in the property market as investments. Singaporeans are great savers, I have to say. Um, I I heard that, you know, some analysts say that the real estate investment sales in 2020 were really propped up by the luxury residential market. Would you agree? 
Um, in a sense, um, yes and no. Okay, number one, um, the um, um, because over the last uh, two years, uh, or rather during the the circuit breaker period, the prices stagnated. So uh, mm. for for those with uh, capacity to pick up luxury properties post circuit breaker, we saw quite a number of bargain hunters picking up the properties in the higher end, which otherwise would have cost much more. Mm. So so that accounted for some of the time. But mm. volume in this sector of the market is not significant. Majority of the transactions in Singapore are in the city fringe as well as in the suburban areas. So these account for the larger number of transactions, luxury properties, uh, lesser transactions. So the impact on the um, on the property prices going upwards were uh, to a lesser effect felt from the upper end of the market. But we expect this trend to pick up in the uh, in possibly the months to come as the economy uh, picks up. We will see that uh, this market may uh, uh, continue to see more transactions coming in. Mm-hmm. As we see, you know, the vaccine rolling out, the vaccine rollout plan here in Singapore, do you expect less investors to just sit on the sidelines waiting for value to emerge and more coming forward, um, you know, hopefully to get those value investments? What do you think is the state of play in the property market now? Well, if I if there are still people waiting for prices to go down, I'm afraid they could be disappointed because... Mm-hmm. Prices are trending upwards, both in the private residential market as well as the HDB. Uh, why is this so? Uh, for the example, the HDB market, uh, in, in, it is uh, typically in you know, certain sectors of the economy uh, will be conservative uh, because they are not doing well. So, but housing is still a, 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 a staple, you see. So for, for safety reasons or for uh, most people who uh, need to buy another property or upgrade or downgrade, it will look to the HDB market. So in that sense, the HDB retail market volume has been picking up and so is prices. On top of it, the new BTO flats that are launched by HDB, the delivery dates are now pushed backwards. Because when you, for example, if you go and book a BTO flat in the November launch, if you look at the prospectors, they will tell you that the delivery date of your new HDB flat is expected only in 2027. That's seven years down the road. So for people with more urgent housing needs, they're actually looking at the resale HDB market. So it's the same for private residential. Most new project launches today, if you look at the the uh, date of vacant possession that is on the prospectus, again, you will see uh, a pushback. It is pushback. So that's why for private property, even in the resale market, we are also seeing volumes increase. Mm, does this mean you expect the rental market to then move up because you know people are going to have to wait longer for their homes? Um, rental market is currently... If you look at it, it's quite strange. The volume is increasing, mm-hmm. all right? But yet, we are not seeing new headcounts coming in from overseas. That means most uh, most companies have frozen their their headcounts for foreign staff 
However, if you look at the volume of transactions, it's increasing. So what does that tell us is that the existing pool of tenants is actually uh, playing musical chess. Right? <laughs> when the lease expires, they look for a better deal. That's one. Number two, the other source of demand actually are for from people who are waiting for their delivery of their new new properties. So uh, as we have uh, read in recent times, um, there are certain projects, even HDB projects, that have been delayed for uh, about a year due to the, the construction problem. So, so if you are renting, you're going to have to continue to rent. Okay, for some some for a longer t- period of time. So that that explains why rental transaction is uh, up. Yeah. Mm. However, rental rental mm. remains fairly flat because we have abundant supply mm-hmm. of uh, residential units. Actually, there are more units than tenants. So uh, it is essentially a tenants market. Uh, there's more than enough to go around. So rentals are expected to remain flat. Okay, so if there is diminishing home supply, um, can we expect this to then prop up prices for 2021? Um, quite likely. In fact, uh, we um, home prices are typically driven by demand. And uh, as we project, we expect demand to increase in 2021. So, for example, in the private uh, property market, resale transaction volume is expected to increase by about 5 to 10% uh, to about 11,000 units this year. So, that's just the resale private market. For new home sales, we are expected, to, uh, because of the number of new launches coming on stream, uh, we we are expecting about nine to 10,000 units for the whole year. So, and prices for new homes, may increase by about 3 to 4%. Uh, resale property, because of the sheer demand, we can expect maybe even uh, a 4 to 5% increase. So similarly, for HDB transaction volume, we expect it to increase to about 24,000 to 25,000 this year. This is about another about uh, 5% to 5% to 10% increase in volume compared to previous years. So similarly, prices are also trending upwards. So uh, you shouldn't be expecting prices to to come down in 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eugene Lim is Key Executive Officer at the ERA Realty Network. So it was a headline that caught a lot of eyes. 82 HDB resale flats sold for at least $1 million each last year. So Eugene, do any of these sales indicate, are we seeing any pattern whatsoever in terms of what buyers in the HDB property market are increasingly interested in paying for? Well, firstly, this 82 units is the highest number so far in a year of $1 million flats. So does it point to a trend going forward? So the answer, uh, short answer to that is, is it is no. All right? It is a matter of perspective. If you look at the these 82 flats that were transacted at a million dollars or higher, and you map this against the total volume of over 20,000 HDB transactions last year, this is less than 0.4% of the total volume of transactions. Majority of HDB resale flats were transacted around valuation prices because the buyers remain extremely price conscious and buyers are known to abort a transaction if the valuation uh, cannot match the, the price which they have negotiated for. 
So, so majority of HDB flat prices are transacted around valuation. Now, these million dollar resale HDB flats are typically very uh, fairly new and they are good size units. And majority of them have at least 89 years or more of the lease uh, left in them. So they're fairly new. And most of them are centrally located, high floor with great views. So if one were to buy a private property in the same location with similar characteristics, you would expect to pay at least $1.5 to $2 million mm. for a similar size unit. So so for, for buyers who are buying these flats, it, it makes sense to them because at the end of the day, I'm buying into the location. I have a high floor fantastic view. Now, who are these buyers? So they are not your first time home buyers and your, your first time getting married kind of buyers, you know. They are mm. typically upgraders. That means they already have a property which they sell and they make money from the sale of their property. So this could be a HDB flat or this could even be a private property which they they cashed out from, you know. So to them, uh, I want to have the best uh, property in a good location with a good view. So And space is important to them. So that's why they pay they're willing to pay top dollar uh, for these HDB flats. To them, they, some of them don't even take financing because when they cash out of their, uh, say, private property, they, they already have sufficient equity there to pay for the flat in full without um, having to take a loan. So that's why valuation does not matter. These flats are also at above valuation price, for sure. Wow. So basically, they're looking at the lease. They're looking at value. Yes, correct. To them, it's... I mean, value is 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 a uh, depend on who, right? So to these people, this is value for money because mm. I can I can buy this with the money that I have. Yeah. So analysts say the real estate market in Singapore is poised for steady recovery, further price growth, but that's dependent on whether we keep the COVID numbers down and if our economy rebounds strongly this year. What do you think? Steady recovery is that a given? Um, yes, most most analysts and most economists are confident that uh, Singapore's economy is on a steady rebound. Uh, we're gonna not gonna see a huge rebound suddenly, but it will be steady, and uh, it, I think it will probably accelerate in the second half of this year. And therefore, if we look put things in perspective, the state of the economy is actually a confidence booster. Mm. Uh, typically, when the economy does well, so will the property market. So transaction volume and prices in, in the Singapore's property market is also ex- expected to keep pace. And therefore, we expect volumes and prices to increase steadily rather than subtly. Uh, because largely, we are driven by local demand, not foreign demand. So foreign demand is not yet coming in in big numbers. Uh, most of the foreigners that buy, they are already in Singapore. They are not like having to fly in. Um, and so the demand drivers that I spoke about earlier mm-hmm. uh, is expected to continue to uh, drive demand uh, in 2021. So things like low interest rate, high liquidity, you know, uh, steady a pool of upgraders from the HDB market. These were expected to come into play right in uh, 2021's uh, volumes and prices. If we did a comparison, we looked at landed, private and HDB markets. Are we seeing healthy sales across all these sectors? Um, um, okay, the short answer to that is uh, 
um, prices and volumes have increased across the board. Mm. So we can expect uh, the trend to continue uh, in 2021, uh, largely because, for example, as I mentioned earlier, the resale markets for both sectors, for resale market is actually picking up in volume because for those people who have more urgent housing needs, they will not want to wait for the delivery of the, they will not be looking at new units because the delivery dates are pushed backwards. However, we also have the other segment of the market which are investors. So investors typically take a a medium to longer term view. So they, they can wait because anyway now the the rental market is not too healthy. So instead of picking up a unit now and having to fight for your tenant now, they, they hold out for a longer period. So they're prepared to wait for the rental market to pick up, you know, when things uh, get back to normal. So in that sense, um, um, the market uh, volumes as best and as prices, we expect it to trend steadily upwards. Yeah. Okay, what about the mass market condo segment? What can buyers expect in 2021? Are there going to be less or more opportunities to buy those brand new condos? Okay, for first half of uh, 2021, based the uh, new launches that are scheduled for uh, launching, uh, we can expect a good mix of uh, projects, new projects coming on stream in the suburban area as well as the, in the city fringe. There will also be at least two executive condo new launches this year, one in Tampanis and one in Canberra area. So if you look at the first for the first half alone, there is actually something for everyone and for every budget. So there's a good selection coming on stream. Uh, and this is only for first half. We The schedule for second half has yet to come out. So there's about 22 new project launches. Uh, just for the first half. Mm. And finally, Eugene, I I hear it was pretty flat for 2020. Do you expect more collective sales to happen this year? Um, okay, statistically, if we look, uh, what happened in the past is that the last collective sales cycle started in, uh, I think, around second quarter of 2016, when the unsold stock I mean, unsold stock means the new new project launches, the unsold stock reach about 23,000 units. So the current unsold stock in in the whole of the market is around 26,000. So we are nearing that so-called that, that line you know, mm. that will trigger, uh, that, that has triggered the last and block cycle. So in addition to that, the first half 2021 uh, government land sales site are mostly centered in Tampanese, Langtor and One North. So there is an absence of a good spread of sites uh, across uh, different locations. So there's, that's why uh, from a developer's perspective, especially those that re- need to replenish their land banks, they may start to look at the unblocked the sale market. Uh, in fact, our Enbrock sale teams are already working on several proposals and inquiries, and increasingly, we do have uh, more uh, collective sale committees that have been formed, and they are actually making inquiries. So we can expect uh, more collective sales to happen uh, in 2021. Yeah. Terrific insights, Eugene. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. 
Thank you, Michelle. He's Eugene Lim, Key Executive Officer, ERA Realty Network. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.